Welcome to the Arms Race, the podcast where we try and determine which action star has the highest body count in movie history, currently by watching each and every Sylvester Stallone movie. I'm Mike Olson. And I'm Kevin Keen, and today we're here with a bonus episode. We are here to do our commentary track of Logan, 2017's Logan, directed by James Mangold. This is, I guess, the first of a plan. We're going to do some bonus episodes where we watch movies that are directed by directors who also directed Stallone movies. Copland this in is, this instance. Yes. So uh, this is basically our flimsy excuse to watch Logan. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Um, and it's kind of my excuse because I really enjoyed this movie and was excited to come up with a way to get some bonus commentary episodes. And it is loosely tied to uh, the Stallone podcast. Yeah. I think I like this movie a lot. I get the sense that you like it a little more than me. But um, yeah, I mean, Logan. And, it, and we did talk a lot about in our, bo- our, our recap episode about you know recent movies that we've enjoyed. And yeah. so... 2017 uh, isn't that long ago. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd consider this recent. Yeah. Well, it was during the Trump administration. That's recent to me. Well, and since it feels like we're not going to ever have any movies in theaters again, uh, this brings me back and makes me feel good that in the days of 2017, we saw this in theaters together. That's true. Uh, there will be the- there will movies in theaters again at some point. <laughs> not, not anytime soon, but... Uh, uh, the longer this goes on, my friend, where there are more and more theaters that will never reopen. That Well, uh, yeah, and that's fair enough. I also miss going to the theater, but um, yeah, actually, I, I, what was the last movie I saw in theaters? Now that I think about it, I can't even remember. I don't remember. It's and been a long time. I oh well, I miss it. Let's just leave I, it yeah, I that. miss it too. So. But um, let's let's watch let's watch Logan instead of bombing uh, everyone it. out about uh, movie theaters let's do not it. being open. We are starting on the 20th Century Fox logo. That's right. So uh, again, we're gonna just watch the movie and uh, talk over it. Uh, you know, as mentioned in the last batch of commentaries. Uh, would recommend you watch along with us because there's probably going to be some gaps where we're you know, not talking much because uh, I haven't I've only seen this movie twice. Yeah, probably two, maybe three times. Right? Yeah, so I'd say this, I'm less familiar with this than with say The Rock or uh, um, what the hell else did we watch? <laughs> I already forgot. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I guess uh, that was it last, was your pick. But I, that was only last year, and that's it was this, it was this year. It was like in January. <laughs> I guess 2017 was a lot longer ago than I thought. But um, anyway, yeah, so we're doing a commentary, so if there's gaps, if you're not watching along with us, just expect some gaps. Um, anything else? I think people, people know what a commentary is, how this works. Just, you know, yeah, we're, we're two seconds in on the file here, so I'm going to count three, two, one, go. Hit play on go, and I'm going to fade up the audio from time to time so you can sync up. I think that about covers us. We're good. All right, so let's get started. Three, two, one, play. Already have the Amazon trivia up. Oh, that'll help. It'll make us seem like we know way more about no, this movie I'm than we do. I'm not leaving that up. I think you made that same joke when we watched The Rock or something. That's not a joke. It's just... That's oh, so, it's, so it's genuine dishonesty is what it is. <laughs> we can pretend to be smarter than we are and lie to people. So 20th Century Fox no longer exists. Now part of the Disney empire. Yeah, well, it exists as a subsidiary, but yes. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, and that's, that's, it'll be interesting. I mean, we could talk about X-Men and kind of the broader X-Men universe and yeah, where, what, what Disney's going to do. do with it. Um, well, when you think, I actually, when I kind of thought about coming over here to do this, X Men really dates back the longest of any of the Marvel franchises in kind of film adaptations. I think even longer than Spider Man. Yes, because uh, the first one was in two thousand. So yeah, twenty years ago, the first X Men movie hit theaters. Yeah, and the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, the first one, definitely came out in two thousand one because I remember it had a trailer that featured the Twin Towers yeah. that very was, quickly had to be pulled from theaters. Yep. Um, so yeah, I remember that very vividly. Yeah, it's one of the ro- longest-running movie franchises. 
There's still there's one more coming out that was made pre Disney. Oh really? The I didn't New know that. Mutants, which keeps getting pushed back and pushed back even pre COVID. Yeah, but that's not the X Men. New Mutants are different. It, it was a different comic. But it's the X Men universe. It, that's it, true. Fox owned it, so ba- based on that definition, this is a great opening to this movie. By the way, I don't know how well you remember it, but I I think it is a fantastic opening for like what this movie and what like the the universe is. Well, it definitely illustrates the ways in which this movie is going to differ Much from yeah. the rest of this franchise. But. <laughs> I do like, you know, in this how, you know, Wolverine, Logan is trying to be, like, reasonable at first. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys are just having nothing to do with it. But it definitely does establish how, how different that this is going to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it is basically like a tone piece. Like, it's just like, here's what this movie is going to feel like for the rest of this movie. Uh... It is interesting how, I mean, we, I called this the longest-running franchise, a superhero franchise, but, like, this doesn't really follow from any of the other movies, I don't think. It's kind of its I, own little pocket reality. It, Sorry to talk over this fight. I, I, that's all right. Because Logan certainly gets the best of them. And it, it's pretty rough right yeah, from I, the start. That's what I mean. Like, the violence of it is really... Uh, Striking. (laughs) (laughs) No, not the car. That's what's so great. It's like the toughest Uber driver that there has ever been. Well, you know, if 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 bullets couldn't kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one I remember. That one through the jaw. It, it does have a... It's a good thing that this movie is so, like... I don't want to say low budget. Cause it, oh, what? I don't think it's that. No, I mean... It, it's more vis- visceral, maybe, or... But it, I guess grounded. It still has superheroes with superpowers. But, I mean, in terms of the tone... Oh, without a doubt. It's it, more down-to-earth. And I think it's good because... I think otherwise this, mo- this scene and all this violence... Like, there's a little... Uh, it's only because James Mangold is so, such a great director that it doesn't have this feeling that I think any other movie like this would have of like, the yeah, finally, you know, we can show Wolverine cutting dudes' arms off. It's sick. Like, it doesn't feel like that at all. It's, 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 that's true, but I, I think some of the success and some of the people who enjoyed it and went to see it oh, sure. did feel that way. But I, think, but I don't think that's, that's what they're, that they're going for. In the I movie. don't think it's what they're going for, and I, it's certainly not why I really enjoyed the movie, but the the tone is you are a hundred percent correct, grounded in reality, and I think it does set it all in terms of the title is the perfect choice for a title because it's not some comic book name, right? Like the Cyclops and Storm. It's not Wolverine. It's Logan. Yeah, I think some of that was, you know, they did Man of Steel. It was kind of a trend. It was, but does Man of Steel really feel that grounded? Oh, no, it's kind of the opposite. It's, right. it's highlighting how inhuman he is. Yeah, and th- what I'm saying is, like, with this, I, I, I think almost every choice that was made, the fact that it was going to be Hugh Jackman's you know, last turn in this, the, the themes with Shane, everything about this, to me, is like... Yeah. The, the, this is the best of what comic and action movies i shouldn't say action but like these some of these characters i think you can make like real stories like this some of them not as you know some 
more so than others, but well, they're 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 emotionally realistic, even if they're still superhuman characters. Right. Like they're they're going through things that are relatable. I do like this montage yeah. of of, of uh, him just driving people. Yeah, he's got to drive across yeah. the border. This is like bachelorette party. It's coming up, and it, that's the one I remember always. And the score for multiple reasons, yeah. but uh, yeah. Oh, it, it is a good score. I wonder who did the score. I wasn't watching the credits. And the, and there's something too about it of it's his last turn, and it is you know it's the future, but you don't know how far into it. They just said 2029. So oh, okay. You and you picked the wrong time to say that. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, we were talking. It's fine. Um, I'm sorry. I'll bring up the the, the trivia <laughs> so we can be more smart. No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, what what I was I, I guess alluding or getting to is that you know how there isn't really anybody left, and just like how how beaten and broken down of like an individual he is yeah well not not to i don't this movie is it came out in 2017 i don't feel like uh it had any kind of political intent behind it but uh, i mean especially in the year of covid to watch this movie set in a near future where society is just kind of gradually decaying and uh falling apart i think it, it, it probably is going to have a different uh feel Maybe. Uh, in that sense, I mean, but it's it's not post-apocalyptic, or it's not even particularly no, it's not. Um, pointed in that way. I, there, there's a little. It's not post-apocalyptic, but I think it is. Is that you know whatever ultimately happened that the heroes, the, the mutants, aren't there. Right. And, it's a and, world full of despair, regardless right. of uh, what the. I mean, we get we know we get a sense of what happened to the X Men. We get a little bit of that backstory, which I think is playing on. I don't know. I, I we're, neither of us is comic book guys, so I don't know. But I, I, from what I understand, there was a story in the comics where Wolverine killed all the X Men. He had like mind controlled and yeah. killed them all, and then had guilt about it. And so they kind of play on that expectation. And here's Boyd Holdbrook, whose uh, name I couldn't remember before we started. This is a good villain, and that's probably another reason why I like this movie. He's a Believable, a little, little bit mustache twirling at times, but I, I think a really believable and and good villain. Yeah, I, I think he's very uh, believable. Uh, it was either that or sorry, or an escape Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Technically, Freddy Krueger has four claws, and this is three. <laughs> is there I, a way to get out of the dungeon without using the wizard key? I made the mocking nerd voice. <laughs> Despite the fact that I myself was being that nerd, I had to take this, the, the the edge off. No pun intended. But it's true. I don't even like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street that much. But uh, I don't. I had to at least. That's fair. I had to at least comment on it. It's still a good. Boyd joke. Boyd Holbrook, you should know your horror films better. <laughs> I think it's a good joke. I Boyd Holbrook. What have I seen him in? I've seen him in Narcos, right? He's in yeah the first two seasons of Narcos. Yeah, he's I, the narrator, so he's very prominent. Yeah, I there. watched the first season. I know for sure. I can't remember if I watched the second season. Um, and he's one of the only good things about The Predator. I've not seen it because you said it was so bad it's that I just pretty didn't. bad. But he's he's one of the the highlights of The Predator.
it's a, I, you know we'll we'll ultimately get there, but it's also a, a great and different, and I think liberating performance. It, actually, giving Patrick Stewart something to do, sure, as Charles Xavier, <laughs> not just roll around and yeah. uh, try to sound like I mean, Patrick's g- giving him imparting wisdom to yeah. other. Uh, Patrick more Stewart's a great group. actor, and I think this movie actually gives him something to do, and he is. He's great. Well, it gives his character some dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Professor X kind of has the same problem that we've talked about with Kyle Reese, where it's just like he's the perfect hero. He has no he's flaws, and so he's not interesting. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So well, in particular, I think that storyline uh, is going to read differently for me. Uh, you know, because he's kind of. I mean, they kind of play it fast and loose as far as like his dementia. He's he's, he's developing dementia and. It seems real bad at the beginning, and then it kind of disappears. I mean, we'll have to keep an eye out for it. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, and he's losing control, and it's obviously extremely dangerous. Yeah, the most dangerous mind in the world, I believe he's called. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, that's something that I dealt with with my father, not to go into it. But yeah. um, I, I, this will probably be... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've watched this since uh, all that, so I, I'd be interested in see how differently it feels to me. Oh, I forgot. St- you get Stephen Merchant here first. <laughs> well, you can't really tell, but, yeah, yeah. I, he, he gets... He gets some FaceTime indoors. <laughs> Dressed how everyone now dresses, Stephen Merchant. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Everybody is. What's this? Yeah, ca- Caliban? Is that yeah. his name? They're all bad days. I knew these six hours ago. This is not enough, you know. Won't see us through the week. I'm working on it. Your turn. A rough night. I, I will say I'm not sure how I feel about the casting of Stephen Merchant. I do think he's fine, like as far as acting goes. But yeah. he does bump me a little bit. Like I find it very jarring that he's in this movie. Just I just see his character from Extras or whatever. Like I, I know the, he's been in a lot of things since then. I but. I have the same issue. I mean, you know, he was created The Office with Ricky Gervais, so it's hard hard not to to see that. And yeah. it's an interesting choice because you know most of the, I mean many of the. Uh, the X-Men universe had been used before, so, you know, there would be actors. But he doesn't seem like he's connected, you know, to right. kind of yeah, Hugh yeah. Jackman or Patrick Stewart. or So it's an interesting choice. I, I agree, not necessarily a bad one, but kind of you notice that you notice Stephen Merchant maybe more than you should. Well, I think the, the backstory is he was a villain and had a change oh, yeah. of heart or whatever. So, yeah. But I can't imagine him being like part of that Magneto crew no. from the first movie with Toad like, or whatever. Like, you know. And here's Patrick Stewart. Yep. I do like him just like repeating back like TV commercials and stuff yep. or whatever he's seeing and hearing on TV and on the radio. Maybe that's another connection for us since Taco Bell is in our first episode oh, and for Demolition so long. Man. Yeah, yeah. And Demolition Man. So that's our theme of uh, this break: is every movie that references Taco Bell or has some kind of Taco Bell tie. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure about Quesalupa. I think that's a real item. There's that like theoretical future 2029 Taco Quesalupa. I think that's real. I haven't had Taco Bell in months. I'd like to say it. Well, I don't. Months of maybe actually for me at Taco Bell. I do still like the the creation of Dorito shell tacos was just a death blow for me. <laughs> yeah, they just, are fantastic. Oh, I see. 
I thought you meant the opposite. Oh, I, no, I no, kind no. of feel the opposite. There's oh, a dead no. blow in a different way. No, they, they were fantastic. I'll bet I haven't had Taco Bell once in 2020. I've been cutting out fast food in general. Well, that's a good thing. Oh, it is. I mean, you know. And as you alluded to, the most dangerous mind in the world. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think Professor X in particular, I do think Patrick Stewart is great in the movie. And I think what they do with him is interesting when you compare it to other X-Men movies. But he's the most fantastical element. Well, that and the the villain near the end. uh, Spoilers, whatever. People aren't... If you're listening to this and you have never watched this movie, you should... You know, (laughs) people obviously are not going to do that. So, yeah, the, the clone of Wolverine at the end is also a little... I think both both of those elements are just a touch too in the comic book compared to what I think I want from this movie. I, that's fair, but you know, I, I think I almost almost would rather I would prefer this movie if it had nothing to do with the X Men and it was just sort of like a modern day Western, hell or high water type of a thing. I think the X Men, the more fantastical elements, feel strange in this movie. For- and this stuff about like his, his, you know, he's losing his mind, and so people are like feel pain or whatever whatever's going on there that we just uh i think i would prefer this movie if it didn't have if it wasn't quite that fantastical i i can see that but i i think that the the relationship particularly in you know at least the movies i don't know the comics that well but the relationship between these two characters i think i i think it's important to have charles xavier in this movie yeah no i mean since it is tied to the x-men franchise and it's a wolverine movie yes i mean to draw on that history, you know, at this point, seventeen years of movie history, it's be- you want you, because the, the benefit outweighs the, the what I find to be the detriment. But yeah. I, I understand that it takes you a little bit outside of how, for the most part, it is a very real and grounded modern western. Yeah, um, I mean, and the little things other than that are pretty. I you, you could believe it as a science fiction thing, not as a fantasy thing. Yeah. You know, Boyd Holbrook's metal arm and yeah, you the could claws. Maybe you know. some advanced, you know, advancements in prosthetics. Right. You could probably buy that, sure. But I mean, the psychic stuff and yeah, and would, even the clone is basically a science fiction thing. Yeah. So I guess maybe I could buy that even. I, I get it, but like for me, the the first movie back in two thousand opens with, you know, Charles Xavier trying to help. Wolverine find his way. Yeah. This is the perfect way to close it out. Despite the fact that I mean, all this dialogue we're seeing here where he's talking about, you were an assassin and then when I found you, you were a cage fighter. It's like, none of that happened in the X-Men movies. So, Like I was saying, this does kind of take place in its own little pocket world. He was, but no, you, in the first X-Men, he was a cage fighter. When was that? Maybe in it's been a while. The very opening. He, he, he he's, he's a cage fighter. That's, I, I don't that's remember Wol- that at all. That's okay. Wolverine's introduction in the first movie. I stand corrected. Yeah. I want to know if Logan built this door, like the, this this topple over water tower, and there's just a door in it. That's a that is a good question. If he's out there with like a welding yeah, mask, yeah, he had to like forge this door. Also, James Mangold loves water towers. He I just loves them. I didn't think about that because there's a prominent water tower. There's a character hiding in a water tower in Copland. Yeah, and I right. never thought about it. And what else? Uh, I, bet there's, I bet there's more. Probably. Three, yeah, super three, cop. 310 to Yuma? Do you, do you think there's a... I don't think there's a water tower in 310 Maybe. to Yuma. I mean, there, were, there were water towers in the Old West. I don't remember anymore. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Uh, I only saw it once. I remember liking it, but... I've never seen the original. 
I've also never seen Shane, which this movie really frequently oh. uh, references. I know I need to see it. It's in one of my film study classes. This is actually this is you know a really good scene of kind of showing that Logan's not the same anymore, and he he yeah he doesn't heal the way that he used to, and think bas- again. This may be that you and I are getting older, but like part of the reason I think I relate more and more is that I don't work you know the same way. I'm not obviously super old yet, but I. I really, I, I think they do a, you know a great job of introducing it here that he's he, he's not the same and he can't continue to keep doing you know what he's doing now and certainly what he used to be able to do. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a rare thing, especially in a super uh, a comic book superhero movie. This score is really good. I gotta find out who does the score. I never I never even considered buying the music I, in this movie. I, I, forget, I do love this these ironing. I, you, Someone's got to do it. Yeah, Logan's not going thing. to. No, Logan's not going to do it. Definitely not ironing. And actually, to be honest, in some ways, Stephen Merchant is kind of perfect for some, for a scene like that of just so somebody ironing. Yeah, I also like. I mean, he's perfect for a character who's just like, "What are you doing? Like, come on! I'm trying to hold this like yeah. the three of us together, and you're going off making trouble or whatever." That doesn't sound that much worse than what they're doing here. That's the thing. Like, I, I understand I, yeah. his argument. Yeah. I, He's also very tall, which would be tough to live that life in that, that a actually, tiny little boat. That is a missed opportunity for another joke from, from Merchant of yeah being very tall yeah. and trying to have to hunch down. Not only have to be below deck like Nosferatu, but he'd have to be hunched over. Yeah, that I guess I could understand. But it's not like they have like it's great life here. <laughs> it's not, it's at least not, they'd be, be able to go places. You're right. He would at least be able to see different scenery. Yeah. I'm guessing he's not seeing very much different scenery. No. And the scenery he's got here is not very picturesque. He hardly ever goes outside this room. I did try to figure out what kind of beer I should buy. For Logan, and I decided Miller Lite was the most Wolverine beer. <laughs> since, we're ta- since we're watching a scene where they're talking about his drinking. Well, what is, what is, how is Miller Lite a Wolverine beer? I just feel like he's no frills and he wouldn't, you know, want anything. I, he wouldn't okay. want anything fancy, but also he's not drinking like a Schlitz or anything. <laughs> like he wants at least a bare minimum of quality. <laughs> I can, all right, I, I can buy that. He's not drinking Natty Light. He wants a Bud or a Miller. You know, and maybe right. you can trust. And he, he's not. He's not doing micro brews. No, That's, definitely not. And I think here's, here's <laughs> okay. Here's here, I, it was later. I didn't realize it was this late. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly them getting out of the car. There, I remember. <laughs> you, <laughs> that, yeah, that is a pretty good like smirk. Yeah, but, I'm looking. Well, okay, it's the first time he smiles in this movie. Yep, <laughs> this girl flashed. <laughs> so Logan's old and broken down, but he's not dead. <laughs> no. He's not dead. Yeah, I love it's the little you. things in life. Yeah, and those. <laughs> it is a nice touch that it still has the label on yeah, it from wherever he bought them. The glasses with the tag on it. 
And it's nice. I mean, they took a lot. It took the time to kind of set up where Logan's at and the yeah. characters and all that. We're twenty one minutes say, in. Yeah, I mean, before the plot kicks. You in. get. I mean, you get a domestic. Honestly, it's like a domestic scene of him living with. Yeah. Taking care of an elderly relative, basically, and then having kind of a you know, a how whatever a, a white you know a, a um, spouse in California. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, and then doing a job that he hates to be able to make money to yeah. continue to pay for the drugs. Yeah. Oh, everything he's going through is very relatable. Uh, you know, just the, the, his everyday problems. He doesn't have world-ending problems. He just needs enough money to buy a boat. The shame of this is if she didn't show up at the at the uh, cemetery, he wouldn't be reacting this way, and he can just he just oh fine I'll take it wherever I want to go, and probably would that's true. be willing to help her. That's true. But I think it's needed for the plot to move forward. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's definitely you. Yeah, <laughs> she looks him up and down like, "Yep, <laughs> it's, it's kind that of a, accurate. It's kind of a veiled shot at you, Logan." <laughs> and this girl, something Keens, I think is her name. I I, I remember because Daphne. it's very similar to my name, Daphne Keens. Daphne, yes. I think. Yep. She's really good in this movie. I'd, I'd be very curious to see if she continues to act because you know it can go either way with it's child tough. actors. Either they act for a couple of years and even if they're great they just stop or they go on to have you know I mean some some child actors have prominent adult careers Scarlett Johansson yeah I mean there's sure. there's a number of them um, Dakota Fanning yeah what uh, um, God. Kirsten Dunst that's right I forgot she was a child actress Interview with a vampire. vampire of course no I'm trying to think of uh, from, from Taxi Driver oh Jodie Foster Jodie Foster yeah, yeah well, that's what I was trying to think that's of that's probably the one that had maybe the greatest yeah, career of all for sure child actors Haley Joel Osment's adult career not as impressive not as much but he, he was in The Boys for like one episode That's he was in it. that actually he he had an episode of uh, what they do in the shadows oh okay yeah so he, maybe it's a little bit of a, a renaissance for, for him of getting I didn't know you watched The Boys I mean I, I didn't. I didn't love it I mean it, it's actually it ties t- into this it ties in a way in well. where it's yeah. a kind of a deconstruction of uh, superhero yeah. in a very different way and like the opposite way that this movie deconstructs. Yes. Um, I thought it was fine. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I found but, it too cynical. I have a hard time with cynicism these days of a choosing cynics to watch like I, cynical things for entertainment. I understand I, that. I want and something a little more upbeat than It, it than was that. tough too because it it was a it came out earlier but around the same time as Watchmen on HBO. And so like that I loved and it's again I didn't dislike the boys no I didn't dislike it either um, in particular I really like um, who will probably uh, um, Star Trek and Dread oh, help me uh, oh Carl Urban Carl, I actually I re- for whatever reason I really enjoy I agree. He's, Carl he's Urban in that, that. yeah he's great on that show um, he's the reason to watch it basically yeah the actual the main like crew of superheroes Heroes. I didn't find any of them Not interesting really. or like no. compelling I want to know what happened to Charles's robotic uh, wheelchair. He's got to deal with. He's just got a regular wheelchair now. Had to sell everything off, man. Maybe. That's my guess. I guess so. I don't have any money. In the cartoon, he had a floating wheelchair. That is I assume true. that was also in the comics. 
I have no idea. Actually, so speaking of the comics, because we you get a little bit of that here in the scene before. I I like the way that they in a grounded in reality movie they still did weave in the comics, but basically that's a bunch of stories. That's it's nonsense. Yeah, yeah. that's a smart way to do I it. Absolutely, to, think to... it is. You know that that the myth. There's no way that the myth is anywhere close to the actual reality. And you've got the reality that he's got a he's broken. He's a broken down old man. Sure. Well, and also, it kind, of, it kind of paints the picture of, like, this is really happening out there somewhere. Right. You can buy the X-Men comics, but that's based on real stuff, you know, like, you know, in theory. Right. It's, got, it's a fun idea to say, like, this is the real story, you know? It like, is. Like that one episode of The Simpsons where they were actors or whatever. Remember that? Behind, behind uh, the behind laughter? That, behind the laughter, yeah. But what's funny is he actually I brought up Watchmen, and what what this kind of reminds me of is the... The, the character that's the closest is if there was, you know, if if you did an adaptation and you had, like, an, an old Rorschach that was, you know, like, sure into the future and, like, trying to redeem himself in some ways. I don't think Rorschach is probably that type of character. No, that's exactly what I was going to say, yes, but, um, yeah. But kind of from that universe, that... That's probably the closest that there'd be. I don't believe, because one of the things that's interesting about Logan in this movie is how full of regret he is. I don't think Rorschach is capable oh, of no. regret of any kind, no, so it would be very I mean, different. He, he's the, he's the real-life Batman, right? And there is, there's no gray, so there right. is no remorse because he thinks he's on the side of justice. Yeah, he's he an absolutist, a yeah. moral absolutist, yeah. yeah. I, I think Logan is very conflicted. I think that's what makes him interesting here. Yep. And you're right, Kelly. <laughs> Other yeah. than maybe the hat, no, not everybody swear. <laughs> but it is very much a. He is a COVID character. Yeah. Maybe this will be my COVID outfit. I'll model it after after Caliban. <laughs> this is my grocery store outfit. What? Who does this belong to? Who's that? You were supposed to see shit coming. You track mutants. I'm a glorified truffle pig. No, oh, clairvoyant. Go inside. Keep Charles quiet. Go inside. Yeah, Stephen Merchant is pretty good. Yeah, no, he's good. I, I, I didn't mean to sound like I was criticizing Cause, him. Because you know what? It, uh, this is a pretty dark, you know, movie, and so oh, yeah. I, I do think he's the right type of humor to interject at the right time in limited doses. I think he's got the right type of delivery. Yeah. I think it's 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 baggage that I'm bringing. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. I'm the one that's bringing the baggage. I, I can see by the earlier conversation though, where you see Stephen Merchant as opposed to the character. It's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, and th- this is a good build-up, too. I, uh, yeah, they I mean, this is basically this is a Western scene. Yeah. I was just, because we have headphones, I could hear the wind go... Yeah, you've got that. <laughs> and the and the, these are two really good opponents, and you've got a nice build-up to it. But what's even bigger is in the surprise in this is that Logan certainly can like hold his own, but he's not the same, is that what she can do. He's, she's not even like in the scene right, right now, but the reveal of what she is and what she can do is... Pretty devastating and pretty shocking. Yeah. 
I, I liked everything about her character. I thought that actress was, you know, for a child actress, is giving a great performance and also just cool. <laughs> this is a really cool, you know, for a super powered character. Yep. I do enjoy Professor X using all of the Spanish that he knows, seemingly. <laughs> yes. He's, he is exhausting every piece of vocabulary. It is pretty good that, I mean, he's not the smartest man in the world, but the, the most powerful like mind in the world, but right. he still is extremely limited in language. Well, it makes sense if you can read people's minds. You don't even really need to speak to someone to communicate with them, so why, need, why learn any languages you don't have I, to learn? I guess. You know, before, but don't you think... No, because we think in our primary language so you would think if he could read their mind uh sometimes i feel like thoughts are more abstract than languages that could be you think so do you so you are you saying that he couldn't read the minds of people who spoke another language well it doesn't make sense because he, he can read basically anybody's mind that's what kind of there's a disconnect and if if you're right and reading people's thoughts are abstract and not in a language yeah well i think it's both i think you know it depends on you know, I, I, I think, speaking for myself, my thoughts, it depends on kind of what the thought is. And I, I just revealed that I don't know this movie well enough for us to be doing this commentary, because the buildup actually is, they come back. I forgot, I forgot this, that... Yeah, Calvin is going to dump him and then they catch him there, right? He uh, gets caught off guard somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because he's, yeah. not, he's not very good at what he does. Yeah, this is the most unfamiliar... I mean, we're basically watching it like, oh, oh, well, oh this happens, right. That's fine. And that is a very kid moment of, no, this is my stuff. Sure. Was there a story? It's it's a shame we're watching this, having only watched it two or three times each, or you know, each of us. But uh, I forget. Was there a story where like they've somehow stopped mutants from being born or something, or is it just that they hunted them all down? I don't know if it's that they hunted them down. I I think ultimately, <clears throat> whatever the mutated gene, if I remember, is that it it just did it stop happening? Are that, there still mutants? It, I, 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 that's I don't what remember. I think is that I think that they just started it. They started to die off and were not basically still in like the gene pool and reproducing. So, okay, at, it, was so a natural were, process. That's what I, I think. That it, what maybe in, it's not as you said. It's not post-apocalyptic, but something I think in the like environment changed and the, the mutants just aren't being sure. born anymore. It's children and, of mutants. There, ex- yeah. yes, children. It's children of men, but in the okay. X Men universe, and that that's the reason why the. They're trying to produce them effectively in yeah, yeah. in labs is because they're not occurring naturally anymore. Got it. Yeah, I knew that was an aspect. Cause I I don't she was remember born in a lab because there are no more mutants. But I couldn't remember why. Okay. Yeah, but I I can't remember if they explain exactly what causes the lack of you know mutation anymore. I don't right. know if you ever get the explanation. Hmm.
That, Chry- just- that Chrysler's just looking rougher and rougher. Oh, just wait. <laughs> I know, I know, but... This is definitely a, a, an action movie trope that I'm starting to be aware of, and uh, it doesn't bother me in this movie, but it, in some movies it does, where it's like, I'm going to be selfish, that person's not our problem, and of course they come around and, you know, become attached to the person, and, you know... You know yeah. By the end, they either sacrifice themselves. It happens in so many movies. I was going to say, though, that's, I don't know. Is that an action movie? It seems like it's a trope. In yeah, them. I guess it's just a cliche of movies. movies. I just watched, uh, rewatched uh, Dr. Sleep, which has a similar thing. I've not seen it. It's on HBO. I, I've got it on the queue to watch. I, is it the theatrical cut or the director's I, cut? I haven't looked. I don't I've know. only seen the director's cut, and I think it's incredible. I okay. love it. Good. Looking forward. I don't to know about the theatrical cut, though. <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> You'd think he would take offense in the reverse. You, uh, you, he takes pride. <laughs> I guess he is very proud of uh, how old he is. And Patrick Stewart playing older than himself, yeah. which he tends to do. Because like on Star Trek, he was like in his mid thirties, but because he was prematurely bald, they played him like he was in forties, maybe almost fifty. I, I took it as he was in his fifties. Yeah. That is a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah, they're not taking any chances. No. This is definitely a, a movie trope too, but still pretty good. Yeah, we'll, we'll just send in. We'll send in a few guys. You already sure. know they're not. <laughs> they're not coming back. It'd be one thing if they weren't aware of what she could do. That, that is the one. He's. They're clearly yeah, aware of how dangerous she yeah, is. Yeah, they should be. It should be. Set, it, the Gary Oldman. Bring me everyone. Everyone right. should be in there. Everyone. That's right. Yeah, because what? Like, was it four or five? You guys have no shot. Yeah. I mean, you've got Logan under control, and and he's if, old. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Professor down. X isn't going to physically do any harm, and guns aren't going to stop him from doing any kind of mental harm. So yeah, send everybody in. They're underestimating her because she's a child, I guess. Well, and well, also because it's a movie, and you need to have the the first introduction because at least until this point, Boyd Holbrook's character may know, but none of us do. Yeah, we don't know as an audience. This is where they reveal it, but yeah. these guys should know. She was eating cornflakes, I don't know if you noticed. She was uh, home in time for cornflakes. Yes. Hauser, I hardly ricked her. <laughs> I don't even know if I can count. That's got to be at least 20. That's a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah, at least in half of those guys in. Nobody seems to care about their friend. No, not at all. Nobody's like, oh, no. For some reason, I I remembered that line reading of him going like, no. (laughs) 
I'm not sure I agree with that logic to stop shooting. Just because she heals, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad idea. I mean, it's a question of whether or not it even slows her down. If it doesn't even slow her down, then why bother? I, I'm kind of with him. But if you could, if you, if enough cumulative shots would at least slow you, slow get, her down, yeah, make some kind of an impact, then yeah, it may as well. <laughs> Shooting right next to those tanks of whatever, yeah, it's a little reckless. I mean, yeah. this is an old, this is a smelting plant. Yeah, I don't Who know. Knows? What it is. No, it is because you you get that earlier that it inflammable means flammable. <laughs> <laughs> what a country. See, now she's got two claws, so between Logan with his three and Freddy Krueger with his four, you're right. We've basically got all every number covered. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the yeah, foot she's claws. Yeah, got, she's got feet. And the harmonica, the harmonica on the score. Yeah. Better, you know, James Mangold is leaning into the modern Western for sure. Without a doubt. When they needed a lot of guys there for all this to happen. It's true. They wanted to make sure... Uh, this movie's getting its money's worth. I don't know if we needed uh, Charles to say she's very much like you. I can't, we can kind of see that. Yeah. We've, we've been told that she heals. She's got claws. She's got, yes. It's like, okay, yeah. We she's very it. angry. <laughs> sure, yeah, that too. Yeah, that poor Chrysler. <laughs> eh, you know, it already had bullet holes in it from the beginning of the movie. It's the like, very start. That ship has sailed. One of my favorite moments from any action movie is coming up. Because oh. it's a commentary, I feel like, on action movie. Uh, like moments that happen in action movies. Okay. Uh, I think it's coming out right here. It's this, it's this fence. I love this because it's, you've seen a million movies of a car barreling through a fence. And this and one. This is just like, that does not work. <laughs> it is grounded in reality, right? I love this so much of them getting stuck on this fence. <laughs> because it's like, you just, you never in a million years. I, I was so caught off guard by this. Like I don't know if, I mean, I think it's supposed to be a little funny. I, a little bit. <laughs> I find it funny. <laughs> it becomes useful yeah. as well. Oh, man. I forget what year did Mad Max Fury Road come out. Ooh, it might have been the same year. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was 2017. If so, is it a, qu- has, a year for really good uh, 
car action sequences. There's a lot, uh, a lot more success there when the the, fe- the gate yeah, is gates. a lot easier than the fence. A gate you can buy, a fence. Yes. Yeah, that's why I like it. Was it Terminator Three? What movie was it where they like break through like four fences in one place? Ooh, I think I might have been Terminator Three. I think it's a cemetery. I think you're right. They yeah. bust in through a fence, then bust out through a different fence. I- it's coming back to me. I, I think that I think we made note of it then too. I remember making a note of of some fence moment in some movie. It does seem like Xavier could chip in a little bit here and you know take take over somebody's mind, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I know why. It that, seems like he's kind of lost control even when he is yeah, lucid. I, I, I that's probably why. I, it's just I don't more know of it's, like it's like help out a little bit, Charles. Yeah, I don't know if it's that he doesn't trust himself or that he just is is powerless. And the drugs, it's, it's purely might, yeah, and the drugs, yeah, are suppressing, so he doesn't have the same ability and control. Yeah, I definitely. I'm not sure that car would be driving that well after <laughs> being clipped by a train. <laughs> Well, the fence alone actually would have yeah, done some major all, yeah, damage. All that and the bullets and everything. Not even leaking gas. <laughs> they're they're fine. She's like you. She's very much like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little much. This stuff. All right, excellent scene is over, which means it's beer time. Uh oh. Uh, I I'm gonna have to carry carry the show, which is not good. Poor Caliban. It's gonna get the vampire exposed to sunlight. Doesn't seem fair. I read about you when I was a kid. I believe you're thinking of someone else. Boyd Holbrook is very good in this movie. He is, yeah. You were helping round He's a good villain. What changed? You got religion? Yeah, I think that's the other thing, maybe, why I, I struggle with Stephen Merchant is... Like I said, imagining him with, like, Magneto's crew as, like, a villain. Like, what was he like? I can't imagine Stephen Merchant being anything other than this, like, sweet guy. I'm not helping you. I, I can see that. But, I mean, if his ability is just to track other mutants, he, he would always kind of probably be in the, the background, right? I guess. You think he just got kind of bullied into it? Like, he was always kind of a good guy, but... I don't know. He just fell in with the wrong crowd, and yeah. they, like, forced them? But I guess what I'm saying is, in terms of, like, he certainly wasn't in action. You know, he wasn't in the, no. the, the front of the action. No. He was back in the lair, for sure. <laughs> the support staff. Yeah. Let's not bring out the worst in each other. The girl's not worth it, trust me. She's not a natural f- up like you. She's a business mistake, an R&D gone bad. There's liability. They can't have things with patents running around hurting people, can they? We need to get her off the board before she hurts anybody else. Someone you care about, maybe. So get to sniffing. My name is Gabriela Lopez. 
Like so, he, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I, talking of uh, Bud Holbrook's character, like he's, you're right, he has a little mustache twirly, but it makes sense. Like he's got a job to do, and he's just trying to do his job. Like he's clearly sadistic. Yeah. But I don't. I don't find. I mean, I he, I find him very uh, uh, understandable, not sympathetic, but yeah. you understand where he's coming from. And this is where, so it was alluded to in the last scene, but this is where you kind of get the, uh, the, the background, yeah, the, the project and Laura's not, not the, not the only one. Yeah. This footage is a little, uh, overly produced. Like she, she secretly filmed uh, yeah, all of this under her phone. Like, I guess maybe I could buy it, but it, it's just right on the open in front of guards. Like I'm not. I mean, whatever. You got to do it. You got to demonstrate. Here's what these this facility is and what the kids can do. Yeah, that but kid. You feel like it should be able to easily escape. <laughs> you can just pull bricks out of the wall. <laughs> hey, help everyone escape. You very, you clearly can. <laughs> oh, I do remember being annoyed by this. How they split up this. I, I, it's a lot of exposition, so I understand why they split it up. But don't they just be like, let's stop watching this video now, and then later they watch the rest. <laughs> I guess let's wait and see. But I, I remember him just being like, I've seen enough. We'll watch the rest later. Oh, Richard Grant's in this movie. I don't remember that at all. I think that's him. Yeah. I did not remember him being in this movie. What should I know him from? Uh, he was in Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, for instance. He's been in plenty of stuff. I don't know. I shouldn't have even brought up that movie because now I'm angry. <laughs> I can look things up on a commentary track. That's usually a policy to not look things up, but whatever. We're oh, just sitting here watching a movie. I'm going to see what else he's in. I, I, don't, I'm not, I know I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Oh, no, see, the, it, it's actually a legitimate... The, the battery dies. Oh, so, the battery dies. That's yeah. right. So that, that, I mean, it's annoying, but I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's a... It's a storytelling. There's a reason for it in the reveal in the movie, so it's at least believable. I mean, yes, he could it's just believable. Go and, it's motivated, but still, it's like just, and, just tell us what the story is. Now we got to save, and at the save same the time, rest for later. Yeah, you could just go plug it in and turn the car on, and <laughs> right, it's an artificial way to withhold exposition yeah. for later. I remember being annoyed by that in the theater. And what kid doesn't get pissed off when the horse stops running? What kid likes these things? I don't. I, I, have you ever liked when these horses in the front of a grocery store? Wow, I can't wait to ride that horse in the front of the grocery store. It's, I don't think I've ever seen anyone. I haven't seen one in like 20 years, but when they did exist in large quantities, I don't think I ever saw anyone riding them. Certainly don't remember any, any of them that say, uh, play... Uh, the uh, William Tell Overture, which I think I don't remember. I don't. That, that seems like that would be a version that it costs more than a quarter for. <laughs> sure. Gosford Park is what I mostly know Richard D. Grant from. Oh, okay. He was also in uh, Hudson Hawk, which oh yeah, I'm now only remembering him in Hudson Hawk. Don't ug. That's a guilty pleasure for me. You should be embarrassed. I'm not at all embarrassed. I don't even like Bruce Willis. I actively dislike Bruce Willis, but that's a guilty pleasure. I do like her choices. Pringles, a little energy drink, and... Yeah, that's about what I would probably buy. 
very very much it seems like the it's the salty snacks she craves yeah and it seems like the terminator this is very much a terminator type scene of well, going he, in and get getting some materials but she's not grabbing an entire <laughs> bin of like 50 cent candies or whatever that was my my favorite part just throwing stuff into that basket yeah. It's one of the rare good parts. Well, he's he's stealing a cigar, so it's actually not too different. <laughs> Talk to the hand, he says. I'm taking this cigar. Yeah, look at that car from the back. Wow. Yeah, it's a miracle it's made it this far. Yeah, here you go. Here's the rest. Yeah, but it, at least it isn't like that much further. No, it's not movie. that But why even split it up at that point? It's just weird. I think it's, it's, I'm not, I've done that like saying I hate this movie because of that. Like, it's just, I found it strange. Well, see, Charles had to pee, so I mean, we we needed a pee break. <laughs> Important to pause for that. Yes, they should have just labeled that in the movie, like for the theater going audience. Pee break now. <laughs> Charles is peeing. Well, you can. This might be a good time Put for you to go. Three D glasses on now. I feel like there should be an app for that, where it's like, what is the best time to pee? <laughs> And Instead you, of like you, Costanza's app of where is the cleanest bathroom, you want yeah, the app. What is the best time in this movie to go pee? You, what is the least <laughs> maybe, you're going to Maybe that's something you and I could work on. That's not a, I mean, watch I, a lot of, you know, get our, get, sit down and figure out where, you know, probably like two intervals, probably once per hour. Yeah. Well, I think, I feel like it should be like a red, yellow, green thing of just like, <laughs> you can't leave. Right. Like, red. Like, yellow. Absolutely not. If you really got to go yellow, you can go, but you might miss a, you know, and it should it should fill you in. It's like I'm leaving now. You go to pee. You come back. You hit the button. And it's like, here's what happened while you were gone. So like this is the app. So once upon a time in Hollywood, Bruce Lee squaring off with Cliff Booth. That's a red. You you can't get up and walk out on that scene. I guess it depends on. I think you need to f- feed it like fill like like uh, criteria because it's like plot the, wise that's not an essential scene at all. You're right. You can be told, oh, he beat up Bruce Lee. That's all you need to know. But but yeah, you also don't want to miss that. You're scene. missing a great scene. Yeah. Maybe it's crowdsource. Maybe people vote. <laughs> when do you think was the best time to pee? You know, and people can can like feed, the rot- rotten feed tomatoes the data. Type? Yeah, yeah. It's up to people to crowdsource the data. <laughs> the, feed feed the data. What the audience score for pee breaks? You, you know, you have the app and you say I peed at this time and I felt I, I was lost when I came back and then the app says oh that's not a good time to pee. <laughs> I think you we're just aggregate it all out. I think I genuinely think this is a good idea. You have to bleep this whole thing so we can do this so outside. nobody can steal yeah. it from us. No, I think by all means, steal it. I don't think either of us has the resources to make this sort of an app. So if someone hears this and makes it, I will be thrilled. <laughs> well, we basically got the you know the the, the rest of yeah. That we, we we had a virtual pee break there while we talked about pee breaks. We stopped watching the movie so yeah, we could talk about our new. But our app. effectively, it's Laura's backstory and why why she's here and yes. why Logan basically needs to take care of her. They've artificially made a Logan. Yes, and it's her. I imagine that all of those kids they're using like DNA from other. Oh yeah, it was definitely different mutants because every have one of them has some like analog. different power. Yeah, but I'm saying every one of them has a power that existed in another. You know, like naturally in a real mutant. Oh yeah, I think so. Okay, not a, you know real. <laughs> it was both ridiculous for for two reasons. One, none of this is real, obviously, but then also I felt guilty about insulting these artificial mutants I, by I, saying they're not real mutants. I do think it's interesting though so like you know Logan's power is his ability to heal it's interesting that they then chose to 
I know that they're making soldiers, right. but it's interesting that they then gave you know the the the, the same weapon basically because Lo- Logan's actual power is not his claws; it's right. his ability to heal. Well, didn't he have natural claws? Isn't that didn't he? He did. He was the, born the, with me- like bone claws, and then they put in the metal they, claws. The, well, no, because they put the um, adamantium over his entire skeleton, yeah, yeah. including right, ultimately yeah. the claws. So that's what I'm saying is that they're artificially creating something. Right. In <laughs> they our, went straight to the adamantium. Yeah. They, they didn't even bother. I wonder what age because she's got to be still growing. Yeah. So how do they deal with that? Got to put in a new skeleton every year, like getting a kid new clothes <laughs> every year, a new skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't think about this. I, Just like the Nightmare on Elm Street Four Claws. They haven't thought about this. I do this, love the, the this hat. movie. You talk about modern western. The hat is a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. What is this? Reno? Is this where they are? They're not in Vegas, right? Uh, is... the, no, they're not in Vegas, and they were coming over from the border in Mexico. For some reason, I think this is up in Oklahoma. Actually, oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I mean, it's Oklahoma. <laughs> That's a great hat for Charles, too. Yeah. They do kind of look like a dysfunctional family that's on vacation in this casino. Yeah, totally. And there is Shane. Yeah. Would you recommend Shane, since I've never seen Shane? I think, I mean, I'm not the hugest Western fan in the world. Uh, you're a bigger Western fan than me. I... I I think it's good. I, I had to do it, uh, watch it in a film study class. I don't remember if it was in high school or college. He said it's almost 100 years old. No, it's like 70 at this point. 2029. 20, like, Shane's like in the early 50s. Yeah, it's I like think 52 so. 52 or something. That's not 100. You're just rounding up at that point. Remember how Logan's been around a long time, so he's probably just, everything's like sure. 100 years old to he's him. He's probably in Shane. He's a background <laughs> actor. He, he's an extra in Shane. No, he's a stunt person. I mean, that, he, he would have made booth. an incredible career as a stunt man. Yes, he as this, uh, someone who heals every injury. Yeah, I tend to gravitate towards spaghetti westerns. Like right. Classic American westerns fre- frequently leave me cold. That's why you like Once Upon a Time in America. Even though Rick Dalton thinks spaghetti westerns are terrible. <laughs> How many have you seen? One? Well, I mean, I do like uh, not you, to, to, Rick Dalton, but I'm so, I, I like Once Upon a Time in uh, in Hollywood to the point where I've got the fake movie I, poster it of is great. Uh, Operazione Dynamite. I can't I remember. Is that the one uh, who directs that one? Uh, that's Antonio Margheriti. Okay, that's what I wanted to make. Antonio Margheriti, double yeah. oh seven ripoff. How are they? <laughs> it's the one where he jumps the bridge. I've got the post fa- the poster for that fake movie hanging in my uh, office. Operazione Dynamite. Margarete. Well, I'm a real director, so the joke in uh, um, Inglorious Bastards, Bastards. That, that he was just using the name of a real director that he liked, and then when he made Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, oh, this movie is made by that guy, Antonio Margarete. Yeah, and so here you've got the, you know, she's, you know, she's a kid, right? So she's got these, you know, ideas and fantasies that it's just nowhere near what reality is. Yeah. Especially what he is today. I like, I do like Patrick just hanging out on the bed, still wearing the hat, too. <laughs> well, you know, it's a brand new hat. He wants to break it in. Not like this. In the real world. People die, and no self-promoting asshole in a f***ing leotard Logan. can stop it. This is ice cream for bedwetters. Logan. Your nurse has been feeding you some grade-aid bullshit. I don't think Laura needs reminding of life's impermanence. 
Didn't you say something about finding us a new ride? Two more pills in one hour. Give them to him. The bummer of like a movie like this showing the ending of Shane is now I know the ending of Shane. <laughs> That's true. I kind of already knew. Yeah. It's one of those it is, movies I, that has a kind of famous ending. It does. And at the same time, I, I, I love the parallels. I do think that it goes a little bit too. It, it shows and has too much. It, yeah. There's a lot of another movie in this yeah. movie. <laughs> but like, I, I like. I would have liked it if it, it just gave the flavor and hint and reminded you. Oh yeah, they're definitely pulling from it. This I think went like a little bit yeah. too far. If you've seen Shane, here's a little extra for you. Exactly. But if you haven't seen Shane, here's Shane. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just it's a lot. This guy looks a lot like uh, the dude from um, um, shoot Avengers, uh, the second Ooh. one, uh, the brother of. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. You're right. Which is a character that also appears in the X-Men movies. That's the only one character that appears in both series. The dude who runs fast. Uh, Quicksilver. Yes, Quicksilver. Yeah, he looks like Quicks- the Marvel Quicksilver, not the X-Men Quicksilver, who is a different guy. Yeah. The, He's got, so like, silver hair. The X-Men is played by Evan Peters. Okay, I don't know who that is, but I'll take your word for that. Um, they do all those slow motion sequences. Yeah, because I, I just watched... Uh, Probably the last good X Men movie, Days of Future Past. I agree. Well, if you don't consider this an X Men movie, I yeah, it's in the universe. I don't. Yeah, this, I agree. Th- this to me is honestly, it's like The Dark Knight. This is actually like a, a movie. I mean, th- to me, I know I don't know you feel as strongly. I yeah. honestly, I feel like this this is a modern western. This is not an X Men movie. It transcends its its franchise. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it's source material. Um, but so I just watched Days of Future Past, and yeah, it's it's Evan Peters, and probably the definitely the best comedic sequence in the movie. Yeah, to the point where they tried to re- like repeat the uh, you know that that sequence is very memorable and popular, and so every movie after that they tried to do it again, and yeah. it never works. I saw I didn't see Apoc- Apocalypse. Yeah, I Apocalypse. saw Apocalypse. I, I did not see that one. But I think I saw the one after. Talk about wasting Oscar Isaac. (laughs) All I had to do was see the clips of it. And honestly, he's like one of my favorite working actors. And it's like, just total waste. Yeah. A guy who can, honestly, you want to talk about a chameleon? Oscar Isaac is a chameleon. He's great. That guy can play anything. And is 100%. I I believe he is any nationality, honestly. Yeah. I just finally saw... um, the Coen Brothers movie, I'm blank on that. Uh, Lou and Davis. Yeah, the ba- is it the ballad? No, not the ballad of Lou. Is it something Lou Ellen Davis? Lou Ellen Davis. I, yeah. I can't remember what the first. I think it's Lou and Lou and not Lou Ellen, but yeah. yeah inside, I think inside, inside Lou yeah. and Davis. I thought he was great in it. I loved it. Oscar Isaac is great in almost everything. He's in the new Dune that's coming out, which it's the only David Lynch movie that I don't like. <laughs> I've never read the book, but um, I'm super excited about that new Dune because the cast is incredible. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's him. It's Dave Bautista. It's um, what's her name from the last two Mission Impossibles, um, who's also in Doctor Sleep. I'm blanking on her name. Um, uh, it's it's an incredible cast. Oh, it's a. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember anybody's name, so I'm just That's gonna sit right. here slack jawed. I'm gonna look it we, up. We do get a look into here of why Charles. Has been labeled a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, the way that this is described as, like, 
you know, Caliban says, oh, you almost died. Experiencing this for a much shorter period of time. And here's like hundreds, maybe like over a thousand oh, people. Probably, yeah, it's probably... To be honest, I mean, it, you're you're in a casino somewhere in you know Oklahoma, yeah. so it's a somewhat major city. It's back during a thousands. time when you could have a thousand people yeah. indoors yeah. <laughs> all, all together. Uh, so you'd think like the, there'd be at least like one old lady with a weak oh, heart yeah, who would have who would have died. I do like this visually, despite the fact that I think it's it it feels too fantastical for this movie. I do like him forcing his way through all this yeah. and like. In particular, it's him stabbing these dudes and them like not moving. Yeah, <laughs> which is going to happen also in him, a second. Yeah, him like trying to like focus and and hang on and you know like stabbing the walls to try and yeah be able to get get himself there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this guy, yeah. the eyes move. They, like, they oh, can't I'm do anything so, about I'm it. Screwed. So in in some ways, this is kind of actually like the Quicksilver scene that we just talked about in terms of nobody's able to move. It's kind of the anti-Quicksilver scene because rather than it being like, he's going to do silly things while everyone's frozen. This is just like the most brutal stuff. Like every single one of these guys literally dead before they hit the ground because they're frozen in place. But it also you've got Laura in this you know sequence going to inject Xavier. What what was the plan if she, if Logan wasn't there and she like did that? It seems like it would have been endgame for them because those That's guys a good point, yeah. those guys are still there. Yeah, she was going straight. I mean, she, she was obviously going, wasn't thinking ahead. Yeah, she wasn't thinking fourth dimensionally. No. And <laughs> they're all on the ground. Yeah, and that, that's a really interesting kind of visual sequence. Maybe she wanted to fight. You know? She, she clearly ha- enjoys fighting guys. It's true. Maybe but she would have uh, just been like, I'll kill all those guys. Two of them were pretty close to Charles. Yeah. Were they going to kill him, though, or were they just going to capture all of them? They want her, really. So maybe they would have yeah, killed him. Yeah, but I, they would have killed him because he's obviously a significant threat. Anyway, I have the Dune cast here. Okay. Re- Rebecca Ferguson is who I was trying to think of from okay. the Mission Impossible movies, and uh, yeah. she's in Doctor Sleep. Timothy Chalamet, who I could care less about. Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin. Oh, wow. Stellan Skarsgård, Dave yep. Bautista. Yep. Zendaya, uh, Charlotte Rampling, Jason Momoa, and Harvey, Javier Bardem. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a great cast. It's a great cast. I I'm, actually don't know Dune, so I, 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 I would go into it eyes I, wide open because I've never seen it and I don't really know it. I can see an interesting movie based on Dune. The movie that exists is not good. It's the only bad David Lynch movie, at least in my opinion. You are a David Lynch fan. I am a gigantic David Lynch fan, and even I don't like Dune. <laughs> it has its fans, though, I think. I love this there stuff. You go. Oklahoma City okay, uh, yeah, yeah. was where the hair So No, the, there were, that was thousands that were in Packers. Oklahoma City, there's a lot of people around. Well, do you think it was just that the, the, the casino, or was no, it like the whole, it, I saying the whole town? I, I think it was in a, a, wide, a wide area around that okay. casino. <laughs> I'm sure they said you were not paying attention. I do remember these these <laughs> It really is. It's 
That's great. I guess, yeah, I guess he it was never dementia. It was, he was rambling because of the drugs. Drugs, yeah. Which were only there to, because he occasionally loses control of his powers. Yeah, That's well, because of, he's getting old and doesn't right. have the same, same yeah. ability. For some reason, I was going to say earlier, the uh, the self-driving trucks, something about them I find very, like... Frightening? <laughs> I about that. Well, yeah, it's like... Oh, it's <laughs> proven that he took the medicine? Yeah, I, 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 that's funny. It's a, a great performance by Patrick Stewart. No, but it's like, inevitable, but yes, like, the way they're depicted here is like, there's no logic built into them to, like, look for people on the road. It's just like... Everyone in this world just has to know, do not stand in front of those things or they will run you over. It's like, I think it speaks to the, uh, the, uh, I don't know how to phrase it, not callousness, but you know, this is a world where, you know, it's an impersonal world, I guess is what I would say. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you gotta know, you, you could very easily be crushed by the machinery of this, this society, I guess. Yeah, not to like over to read too much into it, but 20, I don't know. I find that very striking. Just this, these trucks with no like fronts to just. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I remembered it. This is just, uh, 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 God, uh, James Mangold. This is just James Mangold wanting to make sure the research he did got into this movie. That's probably true. You know, female Wolverines have claws on their feet. <laughs> I did research about this. I understand that, that, uh, that, that, you know, wanting to do that. I put in the time to research this. You're going to know about I'm it. I'm going to get it prominent. <laughs> Yeah, not, not even one of those swerved. Well, the one that pushed him off the road. I was just changing lanes. <laughs> it was changing lanes because yeah. it needed to get its goods there quicker. <laughs> That's right. These shipments are more important than other motorists. Those sunglasses really are a nice, a, a good fit. Yeah. I do definitely remember it, I, uh, knowing that, you know, the, the world that this has created. I just feel so bad at the outcome for this poor, poor family. Oh, I know. Well, it kinda, you get the sense that things were going in a bad direction regardless. They were, but it certainly got accelerated Yeah, here. it did get accelerated. And I had not seen him in anything since ER. Oh, what's his name? Eric yeah. uh, LaSalle? Yes. I think LaSalle. I don't think it's D. LaSalle. I think it's LaSalle. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. I, honestly, I did not, had not, I'm sure he did some stuff post-ER, um, but. I think I've seen him in a movie or two. I, I, I don't know. I have to look him up. But when I saw him, I'm like, oh my, I'm like, I might not have seen this guy in 15 years. I did not connect, make that connection at all. Yeah, I, I, I. He's aged really well. Sure. 
Well, you know, <laughs> actors are going to do everything they can to take care of themselves. Um, yeah, what? Coming to America. That's what I was like. I know I mean, I've seen him in some movie where I recognize him very prominently. Yeah, but that was before ER. Well, sure, but that's... that's Okay, that's fair. And how far are we into the movie? Because we're just going to get the introduction of, of really, you know, who, who Wolverine, who the, the villain, which is Wolverine himself. Oh, they introduced that here? You, we're getting there, yeah, because huh. it shows on the farm is where. Oh, see, that's, that's earlier than I even remember them really revealing that. Well, no, I was going to say, so where where are we at? Oh, well, okay. I thought you were saying it was about to be revealed. It is soon, but that's what I'm saying. Can you pull up and see? Oh, like, like, we're like 110? Yeah, 110. So 110, so about halfway through. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's sort of there as a surprise. Yeah. Because like, it's not really a character. It's the, no. He's there to represent the, the, the bad man that Logan used to be, and he's yeah. got to, you know, he's fighting against the, 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 the himself from 20 years ago. Yeah. Because now he's become a better person. Yeah. He's there to be a metaphor, not to be a character, really. I, all right, right. But I, just the fact that it's this this far in that the... Sure. Even if it's not a character, the, the villain, which is Logan really coming to terms and defeating himself. Yeah. Or defeating, really, Wolverine, not but I Logan. Guess, but I guess my point is, you don't because he's not really a character, you don't need to really introduce him until they fight each other. Yeah. It's like, you know... I do find it difficult to believe that they wouldn't recognize and know who Charles Xavier was. Cause I, yeah, nobody seems to recognize them at all. I don't I, think... I mean, Laura, obviously not. I can even see maybe not, you know, because he's got the full beard now, and, you know, maybe when he was, you know, the in the in the spandex, he didn't have the beard, so <laughs> sure. maybe you don't recognize Logan, but... He had the chops, though, at least, so... He did have the chop, but Charles Xavier, it's hard to believe anybody would not recognize him, because, I mean, it, he he's effectively, he's like the face of... He's like a civil rights leader in, you know, in the X-Men universe, so it's hard to believe no, they wouldn't recognize and know who he was. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, it, I mean, it is one criticism that that I have. Yeah, I'm trying to think of maybe there's an equivalent because presumably he's been out of the public eye for decades. At yeah, this but point. he's considered a weapon of mass destruction, so people still know yeah, who Charles Xavier that's is. Fair. Yeah, no, that, that's not that's that's a that's a reasonable criticism for sure. Yeah, I it, again or observation. It, it yeah. doesn't ruin the movie, yeah. but. Now, that all said, this is, yeah, that's really revealing to you. Yeah, in case you were wondering, oh, you ran a school. Well, you've really given, you've given it away, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Special needs school. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Logan points out that's carefully worded. But actually, so that criticism or observation aside... I think this is an important scene, and it's also a really great scene of, yeah, sh- showing the humanity. And you're not; it, it really sets up how difficult the next sequence is going to be because it's going to be the end of Charles Xavier. 
Yeah. Well, also just showing, you know, this family, it's, you know, it's, it's painting the three of them as a family unit. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's opposite a, that. Yeah, it's a mirror image of it. Yeah. <laughs> this impromptu Yelp review of the motel down the road. Yeah, not that nice. The, if the two hours wasn't enough, it's crap too. Right. <laughs> this food is terrible, but the, and these portions. <laughs> that kind of a thing. <laughs> what does that mean? He's not a box of avocados. Uh that like you gotta keep it moving and get it to its destination before it goes bad, is what I think. Okay. Thank God that Caliban's not around to to, to bum our, our 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 Sunseeker plan. <laughs> to really bum us out about it. They have no concern about him. It's like we should find him. We should make sure he's okay. Nope, they don't care. Well, he, he in Logan's defense, he did at first. You know, when they confronted him, I mean, when Boyd Hallbrook, I should know the character's name. I don't. Yeah, when I don't confront know. him, but Robohan. No, as as soon as yeah, as soon as they hit the road, no, it's it it's their own survival, and that's it. Yeah, that guy's on his own. This this shot reminds me of a shot from Twin Peaks and it it uh inappropriately creeps me out <laughs> because of Twin Peaks because of my association with Twin Peaks. Which, which it's one? the shot of looking up the stairs. Oh, okay. It's like an identical shot to one in Twin Peaks. It's supposed to be the sweet moment of him carrying yeah. Professor X up the stairs to bed. And all I can think of is like, ah, Twin Peaks. Automatic driving cars. There, there is something like I don't know, really grounded and real here. Though, is that you know this turns out to be his last conversation, you know, with him, and it. I don't know. There's something about like real life. You just never like really know, and many times, you know, whatever your last conversation, it isn't what you want. Oh, almost never. Yeah. I can say that from experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is actually whatever. I'm not going to get into personal stuff. We we definitely avoid that. But um, you know, I, I think I intimated over the past like season or so that uh, you know it's been a rough year for me, and uh, one of those things I may, I may as well just talk about it briefly is my father passing away, and my last conversation with him it was about Netflix. So that's one of those things which I just think, well, that's the last thing I talked to him about. Yeah. I can't get my Netflix working. 
Yeah, it's just, just, it's just one right. of those things like okay well that that's now the, the last conversation with him yeah. i mean it, it's it's i laugh about it because it's it's just like the 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 you know you you, you especially because you know, all these years watching movies and you have this expectation of like oh these, these last conversations are so meaningful this is about netflix yeah. but i mean you know at least you know within that though a lot of people it's it, i mean that was kind of a you know banal you know yeah Every day couldn't have known. Yeah, you couldn't have known, but you know, at least also it wasn't you were pissed off, right? You know, sure, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but that's no, the it's thing. fine. It's, I mean, it's, it's fine. But I, I think this captures that it's just you have like zero. Well, but that conversation that they just had is so much more filled with meaning. Okay, he's, he's, it's it's laden with uh, you know, you still have time to do something with your life, and you know, he's saying that Eden's not real, and it's like, well, if she believes it's real, then or yeah. whatever he said, you know, like that's. <laughs> It, it, all right, yes, it's by, has, by movie, has more gravity than by movie standards. That feels like a banal conversation, yeah. but you know, <laughs> compared to some alternatives. Twenty twenty nine. You still got wired headphones, huh? Get with the times, kid. In twenty twenty, nobody's got wired headphones anymore. Uh, sadly, I do, but it's because I don't really use headphones that much. Okay, sure. I don't think my kids do. Actually, what, um, what what we do in the shadows? There was a Zoom reference, which was awesome. <laughs> it's the go-to uh, a failed electronics device <laughs> joke. Wasn't there a Zoom joke in Guardians of the Galaxy two? Did yeah. we end up with a Zoom at the I, end of that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. to replace the. This is what everyone's using in Earth these days. Yeah. <laughs> He's still he's still at the top of the leaderboard. What? Oh no, that, that that no, that didn't that came from uh, his number two. That didn't come from um um oh, what's Michael Rooker's character's name? Yandu? Yeah, it didn't come from Yandu. It came from his number two, I think, the Zune. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I can't remember his character name. I don't remember the specifics of that anymore. Having a kid who can't talk. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what he's saying. But it, there is something did. kind of... Uh, he just did. He's the, some of the nonsense that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of on board. <laughs> okay, I don't have kids, so I guess I shouldn't be I, judgmental I, about I, this thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that yeah, my right. kids have it. That's, that's the kind of way it reads to me. I understand, but <laughs> they do already say some really dumb stuff. I hope your kids find this recording one day. I probably won't. <laughs> this is in the internet until the end of time. You talking smack about your kid. I hate to tell him this, but easements like that don't go away. But whatever. Right, you can't just ignore it, right? If, if there's I, a- if it's recorded against the land, no, you right. can't. No. Now that's it. It doesn't seem like you, they necessarily care about the law. No, yeah, for sure. There doesn't seem to be much law, you know, or at the very least, law is a long way away. Well, if the nearest hotel is two yeah, hours away. True.
<laughs> that, that is very much a Western line right there. Yeah. Pick up my goddamn hat. I don't know if I've never noticed that, but because I we have the, the subtitles that, yeah, on. I probably didn't. Now now I'm going to notice it every time I watch yeah, this the, movie. The subtitles and the fact that we've got headphones, it was much more prominent that I bet I never noticed that. Pick up my goddamn hat. Training. I don't think that explains the way that he was able to just snap that in half. Right. On yeah, training. So, okay. Yeah, they clearly would have to have never had a TV because if they don't know who Charles Xavier is, and now you you got a guy who just snapped. It kind of looks like Wolverine. It just snapped a gun over his knee, and it didn't phase him in the least. Yeah, he's Wolverine, dude. Maybe he's just playing dumb. Maybe he knows and just like let's just not say it out loud so that. We can have plausible deniability or whatever. It is nice seeing this performance again by Patrick Stewart. I forgot how good he is in this, especially because uh, of how much I hated Picard. Not that he's bad in it, but it's nice to see him in something good again. Yeah. It does kind of suck that he remembers this just as before yeah, it's he dies. Last, it's the last moment, and yeah. it's not really fair. It's a real bummer that he has to, you know, go to his death coming to terms with the horrible thing he did. Yeah, but it is a great moment for oh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Acting-wise, it's incredible. Oh, right. Here's where they reveal it. That's right. And it's bad, like, and it is as bad as I feel for, you know, Xavier. At least he's always been a part of it. This this family literally has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, totally. And. He's fantastic. You said you only needed the girl! I told you I was forced to bring you two to bear. Your friends had every chance, and so did you. Me? Put her down. <coughs> Honey? This is way more horrifying than I remember. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> this is, this is, that's tragic. Again, at least you know Charles Xavier was in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, it's like uh, the wire or whatever. It's exactly. Like if you're in the game or you're a civilian, yeah. yeah, these are civilians. You think that is this CGI or did they just make him as young looking as possible? You think that's, they de-aged him? That's a really good question. I mean, it certainly feels like it, but... Yeah, I bet they did a little bit. They probably didn't have to do much. I mean, you know... No, Hugh Jackman still looks pretty good, but yeah. I, I... 
I mean, he definitely. You can. This is a young. He looks like X Men One Hugh Jackman. There. That, that's what I. That's do. If they did the de aging, I think that's what they pulled from. Was. Yeah, probably. And that's one thing I will give Doctor Sleep. It's my favorite thing about Doctor Sleep. Is you know obviously it's a sequel to The Shining, and they will, occasionally there will be scenes that take place around the time of The Shining. They do not do de age nonsense. They just cast new actors, and I was like, thank you. I was so happy. I don't want to see a CGI Jack Nicholson or whatever. I, Thank you for just I, casting new actors. There, there's nothing wrong with it. No, it's the way it's always been. It worked fine. It worked fine. You buy it immediately. I was so happy. Now it's I, not really a spoiler. There's scenes. I mean, a, it's right away you see. It's I will say there them. are some places that it does make sense. I think within the Marvel franchise of getting a young Tony Stark, I, I'm I was okay with that. Yeah. And this, I mean, if it's if it's the same actor where you need to show, clearly this is the same actor yeah. in both. Right. The Robert Downey Jr. one and all those. <laughs> well, no, so what's funny is these guys, I don't feel bad for at all, even though they're not really in oh, the no. game. <laughs> they're just trying to, <laughs> trying to hire him. And 5G, but like, what is that? Is that per hour? I mean, if it's 5000 a month, I don't know. That's not really that no, great. No, it's not to be a contract killer. yeah you're right i'm thinking about it (laughs) no matter what the 5g is for it's not enough no 5g per kill no if that was the case actually he'd be making uh, making 50 grand right here and in 2029 definitely is not inflation adjusted Having this tender moment where he dies I, just in the background. <laughs> it's just <laughs> horrible carnage. Turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come 24 is on. We have to watch Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Bauer would be no match for, no, for that. Definitely not. I've never once seen 24. I'm sure I would love it. This is actually this is a uh, oh is, yeah this is a good good moment too the Cal yeah Cal- I'm just now remembering what yeah, happens he, he he go he goes out heroically yeah <laughs> he doesn't really only get the one guy though yeah but still. <laughs> He at least gets to go out on his own terms. It is interesting how they don't put... Oh, yeah, I guess they kind of do. I was going to say they don't put them in the, the mutton chops. They got a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. I have to wonder how much this this clone twenty four. Oh, 
Jeez, I forgot about that. And, and, no, I, Eric LaSalle, he, he, he also does not go out like a punk. Yeah. He gets his money's worth, yeah, too. They're, 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 uh, they're making sure that they're being remembered, at the very least, even if they don't get the kills. No. They get their money's worth on their yeah. way out. I was going to say, do you think maybe I should save my thoughts while we watch <laughs> this? Uh... Munson, gets, Munson gets his money's worth. Yeah. This is a real uh, uh, like Jason Voorhees type moment where it's like, okay, he's dead. I can relax now. But I was going to say, do you think 24, the clone 24 thinks that uh, Logan is just another clone? It's like, oh, he's a rogue clone. Like, I wonder Ooh. what they told him or if he even cares if he's just a mindless I think killer. he's just, yeah, mindless, like, yeah. representation of rage. I don't even think. They don't, they don't need to justify, here's why you're going to kill these people. Just Yeah. Some more good score, and yes, very Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah. This is a very horror movie sco- score. That's for sure. More modern. The the eighties horror movies were all ripoffs of John Carpenter of the Halloween, you know, or the Kiki Ma Ma Ma. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am bummed uh, Halloween Kills, which was the next Halloween, got pushed back till next year because of COVID. I was very much looking forward to that. Also, I assume Blade Halloween Runner. Halloween Kills? Halloween Kills is the new Halloween. I didn't know they were doing another Blade Runner. Or, uh, not uh, Dune, sorry. Oh, because uh, Denny, Denny Villeneuve is directing Dune. Oh, Dune oh well. really? All right. Well, then, then I'm definitely interested because I, I do like him as a director. Yeah. It's not like got a new car. Starting fresh. Uh, yes. He's pretty banged up, however. Yeah, he definitely did. They got their money's worth. Yeah. Just that's a nice way of calling him a dumbass. <laughs> I think so. It's less less mutton chops and more just a full beard with like one like strip shaved in it right. on his chin. I mean, the, the facial hair in the first couple of X Men was already kind of strange, but they're trying to match the comic book. This that that. You know, cloned uh, Wolverine facial hair. It's very strange. There's a shot from the trailer. I, I, I remember this shot vividly from the trailer. Yeah. For whatever reason. It's just a shot of them driving, but... Well, it's also... I, I think it's somewhat vivid just because it's he's in really bad shape. Yeah. And 
you know, as the movie goes on, he's just getting closer and closer. That there, there, it's clear. There's no, no going back. And it, it yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I was a hundred percent predicting that he was going to die in this movie. Oh, really? I, I wasn't surprised that they did that, but I thought there was a chance that he'd make it out. They'd do something different. You know, whether it's luck or whatever, I, some of also what makes the movie work, but, you know, it was a decision that was made 17 years prior. Hugh Jackman's also a really good actor. and Sure. Just kind of imagining kind of, you know, no offense, like most of the other actors in that original movie, I can't imagine, you know, doing a movie like this and giving a performance like this. I don't know if I agree with that. Some of them are not good. But um, who, you know. who do you think is really good? I mean, obviously Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen are great okay, actors. Fine. Um, I think uh, Famke Johnson's fine. She's an okay actress. Okay. Um, who else is in James Marsden? Yeah, he's not a good actor. Uh, Holly oh, Berry. Yeah, Holly Berry's fine. She's, she's, she's all right. She's good. I certainly don't think we would have gotten this movie uh, starring Doug Gray Scott. Because he was originally cast as Wolverine and had to back out. There you go. That like, exact. So imagine Doug Ray Scott. You don't. You don't get no. There's no Wolverine. There's no Logan starring Doug Ray Scott. I just imagine him because I don't know. His career died on the vine. Basically, when, when's the last time you saw Doug Ray Scott? Uh, I just imagine every Mission t- Impossible too. Yes, <laughs> kicks exactly. Him, kicks Impossible. Kicking Impossible. That's right. That's why he couldn't do. <laughs> I guess he wants that limo back. <laughs> That thing took a beating. This, this truck, uh, <laughs> the, 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 you breathe on it and it stops working. I've said it a lot, but man, people get their money's worth in this movie. <laughs> it is always uh, it's, it's a, a guaranteed comic go-to scene is someone in the background of a shot beating up some inanimate object true. and screaming. Always funny. Um, but no, he couldn't do the original X-Men, Doug Ray Scott, because Mission Impossible 2 ran long. Oh. That's the only reason why he didn't play Wolverine for the first X Men. So at the last minute, they scrambled and cast you Jackman. Well, little did we know that seventeen years later, he'd you know be in this movie. Yeah, see, this guy knows who he is. Yeah. At the at the same time. There's a plenty of evidence this is not a normal man. It's kind of hard to miss who he is. I know that mutants at this point are almost gone, but... When there were enough of them, do you think there were like medical specialists to like treating mutants? Oh, that's like a good that? question. How how difficult would it have been if you're a doctor treat someone to know like, the science? You can yeah. change into an icicle. <laughs> Medically, I'm not sure how that impacts your health. <laughs> what what should your Just metabolism like, be? Yeah, for like a common checkup. <laughs> right. What is the baseline? What should I expect? <laughs> you know, what should your internal body temperature be? I don't know, Ice Man. Is that his name or is he a different name? No, he's Iceman. He's Iceman. Iceman and Pyro. 
Gyro. When they, pyro. <laughs> my favorite. Was it two or three when they fight Iceman and Pyro? I think it was two. And I just like the idea. He's throwing ice and Pyro's throwing fire. And then the middle is just, they're just creating lukewarm water yes. in the middle. <laughs> just <laughs> it is in the second one. And that's probably yeah, the so. best other than Days of Future Past. X-Men 2 is, is a good movie. It has a great opening sequence, too, actually. It's Nightcrawler inside the White House. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a really good opening sequence. I remember sequence. that being good, yeah. I haven't watched those those first couple in forever. I'll, I feel like they wouldn't hold up, but uh, the first know. one I'm, I know doesn't hold up. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It's not. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great even then. Yeah. So I because two was way better than one. Yeah, I definitely remember and, that. But you may be right that it might not hold up. I haven't seen it in a while. And it's another. It's 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 one of the many the growing list of directors. We got to hold your nose when you watch their movies. So. <laughs> It's got that problem also. Yeah. See, I, I don't I don't want to get into that, but it's No, we don't have to. It's tough for me because it's like, am I supposed to not I mean, for dual reasons, like one of my favorite movies of all time. Am I supposed to not like the usual suspects? No, you're, I, I think I it's I I, I, I don't even you know it's I don't my even. position on Chinatown. It's one of my favorite movies. I I you can't tell me I'm not allowed to watch Chinatown. I love it so much. You just have to understand that uh, you know, the the person and also so many people make a movie. Hundreds yeah. of people make a movie, and a director is just one person. Yeah. Obviously a very important person. Well, a director in that case. And, and an actor, yes. Actor, but it's yes. all here. None of this. No, no, exists. Okay, you understand me? This Eden does not exist. No, no. It's a fantasy. Okay, see that? The, the, those are the names of the people who just made this. <laughs> they made this whole thing up. Okay? This whole, it happened once, and they just turned it into a big f***ing lie. That's all this is. No. This is a long way. You understand? I am not taking you to North Dakota. I am f***ed up. And I cannot get you there. It is a two-day drive, and I am not taking you. Don't fucking hit me! Don't hit me! Jonah Gideon. Stop saying those names. Right now. Stop saying Stop. They did a really good job on his makeup in this movie, too. Yeah. Like he, he's believably messed up. No, it, it, all, in so many ways, it's... Even, to be honest, even that sequence, it's great because he's not really a dad. Right. You know, he's learning whatever and just immediately... He, he caves within... <laughs> oh, yeah. 45 seconds. Oh, the hell with this. <laughs> Driving all that way is less of a hassle than exactly. dealing with this. Highland Hornets. I wonder if that's a real... Uh, is it a high school? Or yeah, it looks like a high school. Oh, yeah, I guess there you go. Yep. They take the tissue and they inject it in the kids. You got a high IQ? Is that a mutation? I guess, uh, I guess maybe it no, is. No, I, I don't think it's a mutation, but, well, maybe it could have been, but maybe it's just saying that what, what you know, they can use that as well, that it's not necessarily a mutation, but hmm. if they're going to make a copy of him, that maybe whoever the, cop, the copy is inherits his intelligence as well. Right. I mean, in general... It, Genetics, it tends to be if you have yeah, I guess two so. smart people. Yeah, it's not guaranteed, but it's much higher. Yeah, likely. I, I, that I guess that makes sense. Their it children would be, are it'd be, be something. 
you know, it could theoretically be a mutation that someone is the smartest man or whatever. The smartest, the smartest, smartest person. person in the world, yeah. Ozymandias. The smartest, smartest man in the cinder. I always find it interesting, since we have the subtitles on, when there's a foreign language and they... Choose not to translate. They just say Spanish, yeah. you know, as opposed to just typing the Spanish. I mean, sometimes I, I understand why, if it's trying to hide, like, a plot point, right, you know, that they don't want to reveal something. But this, I, I don't... That wasn't the case, so it is interesting they choose it. Well, do. if there's a plot point that they're hiding, then the Spanish-speaking uh, audience would I understand. be tipped off. Well, well so that, I, that does happen sometimes. Though. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't argue. No, he does not. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I've certainly been there too on drives or road trip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this chair back. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna rest my eyes for, for a few a minute, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you're done for like two hours. Yeah. Whoops. I mean, it's it's a. I I definitely don't like stopping at the side of the road under any circumstance. But I was gonna say like at least it's remote, so no one's probably gonna come by. Yeah. But then if someone does come by, it's just like oh, in the middle of nowhere. Do not stop, please. That is definitely an old Ford. It absolutely is. It's made out of metal. <laughs> That's how you can tell. It's an old car. No poly, you know, fiber, uh, so whatever they make cars out of now. Yep. Plastic, basically. I was just like, I was, I was remembering recently that uh, I always preferred Matchbox cars to Hot Wheels because they were actually made out of metal. And I'm going like, the toys I had as a kid were made out of metal, and now they don't even make metal cars anymore. Oh, there's there are cars there are made I know. out of metal, but I, I, I hear you. Not that I even really care, but it's just I just find that funny. I'm yeah, just like it is ironic. <laughs> literally, just sharp metal cars I played with as a kid. That's why I loved them. They were cool. You could cut yourself on a <laughs> on a matchbox car. Can't hurt yourself on Hot Wheels. <laughs> I had both. Oh, I, I would I would disdain a Hot Wheels. I was very picky. I genuinely, I, I genuinely would be like, I don't want that. Get me a Matchbox. <laughs> it was the GoBots of uh, of little cars. That that's an indictment. <laughs> I think Hot Wheels was the more popular and more oh, successful yeah. of the two. Yeah, I think Matchbox is still around, but no, Hot Wheels is the the brand that. Yeah, Hot Wheels is the one with the the orange track with the loop. Yep. So that's I think why you could put a Matchbox on those. They were the same size, I think. Yeah, yeah, it'd work. He didn't make it very far there before he collapsed no. again. Luckily, they were pretty close. And now it's time for the Lost Boys. Yep. <laughs> I feel like the music here should be a little more tense. 
It's just like it everything's be, fine. He's I also I find there. it somewhat endearing and cute. The, I, I understand, it's, you know, they don't they don't want him to, I guess, fall. But you know, they've strapped him down. It's like, yeah, I know he's banged up, but that clear those straps clearly would not hold Logan no. back. I think it was less to to withhold his full strength and more just to keep him from yeah, rolling, rolling over. All, roll, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I do. Th- this is a really nice moment too. Of like, th- this is like seeing a superhero. You know, like to these kids yeah. that. <laughs> well, they make him more into a superhero here, which is one of the funnier moments. You don't look enough like Wolverine. We're gonna fix that. <laughs> Richter. I, hardly knew her. <laughs> Hardy Hauser. Hauser. Oh, there's this Iceman girl. Ice girl. Where's the doctor to tell us what her internal body temperature is? Well, clearly that uh, walk-in uh, clinic, there's no way that that doctor would have been qualified. Yeah, I know. I feel like I've seen that kid in other stuff. The kid who was just talking. Could be. I'm not sure what I recognize him from. He does look a little bit like uh, Mr. Robot. What's his name? Oh, Ra- Rami Malek. Yeah, maybe that's maybe he just reminds me of Rami Malek. I can see that, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Speaking of movies that will never come out, is that new Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> Malik's the villain, and you've got... Uh, who knows when that'll come out. Yeah. Don't don't remind me, man. It's such a bummer. <laughs> You're genuinely bummed out by that. I really am. I mean, dude, I, you know, I'm a big Nolan fan. I was. I, I don't even know anything about Tenet, but I want to see it. Yeah. And pff, who knows? You can translate porqué. We all know what porqué means. <laughs> Come on, Amazon subtitles. It is a good establishment here for the ultimate demise of the Wolverine. Has this ever been established that that they have adamantium bullets? I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. If uh, it's the same, I don't strength. know if it ever been established, but I, I think for this, if it didn't exist in the universe, he had it made to end his. Oh end sure. Him. I feel like that would be you know like there's probably a lot of people who want to kill. Wolverine. You would think, yeah. I think I mean, this would be a pretty common occurrence. I think Striker I mean, Industries would have sure, you know, cooked yeah. it up once. Yeah. That would be whole industries to, you know, take down these mutants. I've always had this thought of, in the Star Wars universe, it's like, oh, the Jedi, you can't even kill them. They're unbeatable. I've always thought, all you have to do is make a gun with three in a triangle, three bolts in a triangle. That lightsaber can only block two at a time. Why is this not a whole industry? <laughs> A gun that shoots three blaster bolts in a triangle. They'd be dead. You can't block it. 
Yeah, <laughs> Am I can, crazy? They can pull things off the wall. I mean, come yeah, on. they could jump out of the way or whatever. I'm sure they'd, they'd find it, but it would be it would make it easier. It'd be a higher chance. I'll tell you, that's another, the adamantium bullet of Star Wars. Uh, another thing, three pronged gun. I, you know, is not happening and is delayed. I, I want, I want my Obi Wan series, and who knows if that's ever going to get made. Yeah, I mean. I don't think they're even filming yet. I'm not sure oh. they were scheduled to be filming until later in the year. So oh. maybe maybe that won't be delayed. They're still writing that, I think. Yeah, no, I'm so done with Star Wars at this point. I think I think Mandalorian season two got delayed because here's where they they're like, <laughs> we need to make you look like the Wolverine. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Mandalorian. You look like a hobo. You don't look like the Wolverine. <laughs> he doesn't look much better after what <laughs> they do here. He looks better, but you're right. All it, all it looks like is an uneven beard as opposed to a full beard. <laughs> it's true. That's probably why they're laughing at yeah. him. You just got hazed. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. It is like a prank that they'd pull in the fraternity. We cut off a, <laughs> an, a a portion of your beard in a way that looks strange. <laughs> at that point, just shave. He leaves it as a thing. <laughs> That's not funny. Anyway, I'm going to leave it for like this the rest of the movie. (laughs) No, I've definitely seen that guy in something else. Well, looks like you're going to need to go to your phone. I'm going to have to go to... Oh, that's actually the faster Oh, he's Richter. Yeah. I'll find you and they'll kill you all. I'll I'll Google on my phone. We're leaving tomorrow before dawn. We're going to cross the border. It's a safe haven. Same coordinates? Maybe not. No, I think I'm just. He's just giving Projecting. me. Yeah, he's giving me uh, vibes of guy. I already forgot his name. <laughs> Mr. Robot. <laughs> Rami Malik. Rami Malik. It was like two minutes ago. More. I already forgot his yeah. name. <laughs> you see the woods? On that note, for another beer. <laughs> Number three? Trace? See that pass? That's the border. That's where we will be safe. Inside. How many beers do you think Logan would have had by now? Oh, I imagine his healing ability also <laughs> helps with like hangover ability, blood alcohol content. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, he can really knock him down. He can just pound beers. There must have been a drinking contest scene at some point oh. in the series or something. I don't actually think there was, like, but I, I like Marion Indiana Jones <laughs> knocking him back. He's definitely drinking in X Men First Class in his little cameo. They're like, we're putting together a, a team, and they go to him, and he's just like, get out of here. Or, yeah. No, he, he, he says F off. It's the yeah. one F bomb in the movie. Yep. As opposed to this movie, which is a plethora of F bombs. Uh, it's Logan. true, and now thinking, because I, since I just rewatched um, Days of Future Past, I forgot about that little cameo and that reference, and it's referenced in that movie. So that, you know, when yeah. I went to see you, you told me <laughs> Yeah. I think, I think Xavier tells him, no, I'm going to tell you the same thing that you told me. Oh, okay. That's that's the <laughs> yep. one F bomb in that movie, I'll bet. Yeah. That's clever. I don't remember that. Yeah, no. It's definitely in there. I just don't know if it's the only one in that, but it probably is on the based on the rating. 
You're only allowed one on a PG-13 movie, so. This is not a PG-13 no. movie, that's for sure. It makes it very clear. I don't know if they dug six feet for uh, for Professor X. It didn't, didn't seem like they were digging that long. It didn't, no. And he's in pretty bad shape. I'm not sure he has the strength to be dead. Yeah, no. Well, why take that much time? In an unmarked grave. Well, it's unmarked grave at the side of the road, but we better make sure we respect him and give, dig six feet down. Yeah, Doug Ray Scott's not pulling that off. <laughs> no. I've only seen him in the one movie, but he's very bad in Mission Impossible 2. Kick, kicks impossible. <laughs> it's kicking impossible. Is it? Uh, yeah, because that rhymes with mission. Kicking impossible. Kickin impossible. It's all kick, kick, There's kick. There's a lot of kicks in this movie. We talked about it on another episode. What's but, funny uh, is that joke, though, it's true. There really are yes, a lot of kicks. There's a lot of kicks. Well, it's a John Woo movie. That's from they an MTV. They jump off motorcycles and kick <laughs> right, each yes. other in the air. They're, they're motorcycle kicking joust. It is that a movie joust, is, you're right. That movie is ridiculous. I own it on 4K Blu-ray. It is ridiculous. Why do you own it? Did you just buy the whole... It's a completionist. I, I had to buy them one at a time. So it well, didn't come in a set, but I, I wanted to own all the other ones. I was like, I may as well buy them all. I can't buy all but one. I'm a completionist at that I, point. I need to buy I, them all. Here, I can say this. I, I like Tandy Newton, so, I mean, it's yeah. got something. Oh, that's something. But... Doug Ray Scott is not good. Mission Impossible 2 had one of the most ridiculous soundtracks what? ever in movie history where they oh, clearly just business together. <laughs> just songs that Is it like only... Jack, uh, the last yes, action hero? Yes, it is very much like that. <laughs> Metallica did a song. The Foo Fighters did a song. I, like, almost none of them appear in the movie. That's it's hilarious. just like, it's an excuse to put this stuff together and yeah. sell it. Like that in the Godzilla soundtrack. Merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> it was the period of soundtracks that were basically not related to the movie at all. Yeah. Bigger than the movie in some ways, depending on the Yeah, movie. in some ways. And this is of the era of, you know, movies that drones are a thing. So my, my yeah. technology segment, well, there'd be drones here. Well, there actually are drones here. Sure. This is a great action sequence too, and it is also nice to kind of get like one one last yeah one last charge by you know Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and doing some significant damage. Yes, a sort variety. Of like, of damage. I was going to say a variety, like a dinosaur. <laughs> right. A variety of damage. And also, this is, isn't this some kind of reference to the first movie? Isn't there an action scene in like a redwood forest type, a place like this, like very similar? There's a battle between him and Sabretooth and yeah, yeah, in the first movie like this. So you, I do think it is a bookend in that way too. Yeah. But this really is a variety of damage. <laughs> now, now Logan versus uh, uh, Thunderlips. Now that'd be quite a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan probably should have played Sabretooth. He's got the physique. Like he he's, does. He's the a big blonde dude. He would have been a perfect Sabretooth. He's just a little old, I think, by 2000. Yeah, in 2000, he's a little old. I mean, he was still wrestling at the time. Granted, at the time, he didn't have blonde hair in, in wrestling. Exactly. He, his, uh, he was Hollywood Hogan at that point. I wasn't watching, but I was aware. Logan does not follow the instructions. He takes it all at once. <laughs> it was an emergency.
Because it's funny because he can't even run. It's let, let alone like actually try and engage in battle. He yeah. can't actually run to catch up. Well, I think he knows. Like, yeah, this, this is, is it. It this doesn't matter how what my health is like an hour yeah. from now. Yeah, this is my last charge. Yeah. It doesn't go well for this guy. No. What's your internal metabolism? <laughs> <laughs> I must know. So I, I'm only now noticing, do all of these guys have robotic hands and not just Boyd and Holbrook? A, a number of them did, yeah. They were augmented okay. in some, some way. I'm not sure o- only, ever... only the federal police down in Mexico, they didn't, and it didn't, it didn't go well for them right. either. But it looks like maybe not all these guys do. I'm not sure I ever noticed that. It's not really helping these guys either. No. <laughs> well, yes, these people can create storms out of uh, shrap, out of me- wooden shrapnel, but I've got this metal hand, so I'll be all right. It's a good use of the score, too. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I didn't remember really... Like I said, I'll have to see who did this. These poor saps. Yeah. This is a full head of steam, that's yep. for sure. Yeah, and it's one long tracking shot. Yep. That's a cut there, I think. I think they hit they they hid some cuts. That's not a hidden cut. A couple hidden cuts, but otherwise, yeah. He did have a full head of steam. Yeah. That guy's blood is up. It you wouldn't like funny, it when his blood is up. It makes me <laughs> It makes me think of clerk's berserker. Sure. <laughs> his love for them is like a truck. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, there's a wrestler named Berserker. I, I was not, reminded of him recently. He wore not, big uh, like Viking horns. He was ridiculous. I do not remember him. <laughs> oh, that's right. They 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 bring out the heavy artillery. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah, it's true. I mean, these kids, maybe kids, but uh, a couple dozen magic kids. You better at least bring one big gun. Now, granted, if the gun if they get their hands in that gun, like Rambo got their his hands, I, yeah, in, then they'd really be it's in not good. No. It's not even trying anymore. It's like no. I take a whole vial of that stuff. <laughs> That's right. Just shoot me. I don't care. It's kind of crap medicine, then. That's for like it's three true. minutes. I was, it was... It was not a very long boost, no. that's for sure. That said, he it's like was a video game power up. <laughs> he got the. It the, was, the but he was stuff. going. He was going full out, full head that's of steam. True, yeah, <laughs> he was not conserving energy in any no, way, shape, yeah, or form. That's absolutely true. Got to pace yourself. It's a marathon, it's, not a sprint. It's true, but then th- this dude, there's still a lot of dudes left. Yeah. 
And he's got the major boss to still fight himself. Yeah, you'd think he would he would save the medicine for when he's got to fight him, his younger self. It's true, but the problem is he was, honestly, he was so far behind yeah, him, I he guess. couldn't actually even run. It was a necessity. <laughs> At least they're acknowledging it. Yep. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook has the same criticism of that green stuff as I did. <laughs> I'm the villain. Nice to meet you. Oh, is he? Was he a character? Somebody Rice? I don't remember. I remember uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox is uh, it's Stryker. I Stryker, can't. I, I, yeah. uh, William Stryker. I wonder if this is a reference to a character, maybe from the comics. Oh, okay. Let's not explain until here. Yeah. So it's just the Joker's plan from Batman. New and improved <laughs> Joker product. Smilex. <laughs> it's literally that. He's been using brand X. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Neither have I. I. It was never like the uh, the cultural touchstone for me that it was for oh, all, really? most people our age. Oh, I, I saw it in theaters at least three times. I definitely so. saw it in theaters, but that, that stuff is great. You'll get a grin again, again. and, and again. again. Should have saved that power up. It's true. He was not planning ahead. No. This is the opposite of what I always do in video games, where it's like, I better save this power-up and use it later, <laughs> and, and then I never use long. it. Yeah. Yep. I get to the end of the game, and I have a million power-ups. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, bullets or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's definitely a, some kind of CGI face. When he was trapped under the thing, yeah, you could definitely see it. For the most part, it's really good. Yep. Like you can't tell at all in like ninety percent of these shots. I don't have mutant powers, I'm gonna grab this gun. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a robot hand. He gets his comeuppance. <laughs> you don't have a, you don't have a plan for fifteen I mean, uh, murderous like, children, do you? Yes. You might be able to nine misfortunes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you might have a plan for one, but not yes. just fifteen. With a variety of powers, also, <laughs> it's, it's a like variety you, of damage. Yeah, you might have a plan for one of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Even the kid that grows grass is beating the crap out of you. Your power is you can grow grass, and you're <laughs> they're still beating you with that. They, like, turn him into a mummy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's that movie, uh, the, the B movie, where they turn people into plants? Oh. It's a really bad movie. It's, it's one of those, like, known for being a really bad movie. It's not Plan 9 from uh, No, Troll, Troll 2 is what I'm thinking Okay. Of. <laughs> they turn people into plants. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Anyway, for those Troll 2 fans out there, we're talking about Logan here. <laughs> yeah. There's let's a lot let's of overlap. Talk, you know what? Let's talk about Troll 2 for a minute, okay? <laughs> I know it's because he's hurt and been through a lot, but just, just, it just seems like a crazy person. Go get out of here! He's like Barney it's a, Gumble. It's actually, well, I was going to say, it's a little bit like Mick. Get out of here! <laughs> sure. I don't know if it's the body double or something, like the, the younger uh, Logan. He gives me like a weird Liev Schreiber vibe. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it kind of makes sense since he played Sabretooth. Yeah, I mean, maybe movies. that's why. But yeah, I'm just, see I've seen Liev Schreiber fight yeah. <laughs> Wolverine, and maybe that's why. It gives, maybe it's the, the short hair. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's, it is a short hair. Yeah. There's the vibe there. Anyway, I talked over the that, villain being killed that, while I was talking about Liev Schreiber. That's the end. Oh, yeah, I talked about Logan being killed also. Talked over that. I always remember, like, whatever that, that tree is, I don't, it's got to be rock or something because I thought adamantium would yeah, go through anything. that's a great point. I guess it I missed mean, it was, his spine. It was for dramatic effect, but... I mean, that's, that's right around there. It really, it's, know, if I it mean, misses his spine, it's going to go all the way through him. I, I meant her cutting through it more because... Oh, that, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it takes three hacks. Yeah. Well, you know, I think those claws are more for slicing. You know, it's the wrong tool for the job. I guess. You can have the sharpest uh, kitchen knife in the world. You're not going to cut through a table leg. When you're not fighting with your kids. <laughs> That's what he means, yeah. Which is a lot of the time, unfortunately. <laughs> if only you could go back to not talking anymore. <laughs> I miss that. That's the last thing he says to her. I wonder if it's the first time that uh, Hugh Jackman has died on screen. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of. Well, no, he. Die. I mean, he died a bunch of times in The Prestige. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. He's died dozens of times on screen. 
Spoilers, I guess. It's an old movie. Uh, it is. One of my favorites. I really enjoy Prestige. Well, you, you got your Christopher Nolan thing. It's, yeah, it's true. In between Batman movies, we're going to make a period piece about magicians. I like the Prestige. I, I like all pre-Inception Christopher Nolan movies. I find everything after Inception to be not as good. <laughs> I know you like Christopher Nolan. I What's funny I, is I, know I think he really made a turn... We can, I mean, it's not. This is not the place to talk about it. We're talking, here's Logan's funeral, and we're talking about Christopher Nolan. But uh, suffice to say, I've gone very cold on Christopher Nolan. Yeah, that's fair. I'm enough. not excited about Tenet, but you know, more power to you. I am. I'm not a huge Inception fan, but I I do really like Dunkirk. So, we'll have to talk about it another time on the podcast. That's fair enough. I mean, I, not to be the person on this podcast who will defend Michael Bay and criticize Christopher Nolan. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm going to be that guy, I think. It is a nice touch to have the uh, the toy Wolverine and the yellow spandex. Yeah. it. I, I think it does, like, ground it that these are kids. Yeah, totally. Now, why they necessarily would have that, you know, like, 1990s cartoon version of Wolverine, but... Yeah, who was marketing these toys? I mean, based on a re- excuse me, real people. That's strange. I mean, I believe that that it's plausible, but whatever. It'd be like having like a Sully Sullenberger action figure or something like that. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird having an action figure based on a real person. Yeah. In this world, he's a real person. It's probably happened at some point. I mean, I guess they were like Hulk Hogan dolls and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I guess that has happened. All right. That's Logan. Yeah. I do remember being in the theater and going like, turn that cross on its side. It's an X. And then didn't they did it. I was like, yeah, I, I, I guessed it. <laughs> I guessed that uh, they were going to do that. Oh, you know, I forgot too, because this is in the trailer, but I forgot that they used Johnny Cash uh, when the man comes around. Yeah. Yeah, they they used the uh, the Nine Inch Nails cover in the trailer, right? Really? I thought, I thought so. Hurt? Maybe you're right. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. They're not going to pay for that in the movie. They got to pay two. We got to pay Johnny Cash and Trent Reznor. <laughs> All right. Well, this uh, at least for me, this this was a, a great commentary or a great movie to do a commentary episode. Hopefully, the commentary was interesting to the listeners. Yeah, I mean, you know, these are your bonus episodes, so if people want to wa- watch along with us, you know what, the, the movie's there for their entertainment, we're just a bonus. That's true. You know, we're just here to supplement, supplemental materials. So what, uh, what this was my pick, so what are we going to supplement next? Are we definitely doing the thing? I, I think so, yeah. So, so I... Not, not right now, but... Well, no, not right now, but, uh, yeah, so if we're doing the, the thing where we're watching movies directed by directors who also, we've already covered who directed Stallone movies. And since we watched Logan, this superhero movie that uh, you really love, and I like, uh, I think it's only fair we do another superhero movie that I love. This is almost purely because it was a big part of my childhood. I think it's, if I'm objective, Logan is a better movie than this. (laughs) Thank you! But not in my heart. So we're going to watch Superman next. It's the 1978 Richard Donner Superman. I'm Richard gonna Donner a... directed Assassins. 
Yes. So we've, we've let's watch another Richard Donner movie. I'm going to be in a major disadvantage because I've seen that movie, you know, a number of times. I, I'm not going to know it like you. So that's well, that's for sure. I've seen that movie. This is not an exaggeration. A hundred times. Oh, I believe I've, I've seen Ghostbusters hundreds of times. So I'm sure you've seen Superman. Yeah, we had times. it on tape. I mean, yeah. uh, so whenever you were bored, you watched it. between the ages of four and twelve, probably seventy times minimum. So yeah. I've, I've watched it plenty of times as an adult. I'm not going to lie. Uh, All right. Well, I'm, I, I am looking forward to it because it'll be fun. So, yeah. And we can see, uh, you know, who's the better actor, uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> we can make the comparison. Okay. Christopher yeah. Reeve is great in that movie. He's great. Uh, you know, I, I will, I I'm, not gonna, it, I'm I, not going to disparage him, but I'm, I'll pit him up against Hugh Jackman any day. I'm not going to pit <laughs> Superman against Logan. I don't even think it's going to be close, but. Whatever, there's Gravitas and Superman. We'll talk about it next time. All right. So, uh-huh. yeah, we're going to do a commentary. So another commentary, you know, in, in some time in the future, probably in four weeks, but maybe longer, maybe shorter. Who knows? All right. We'll be back with Superman. There's a man going around taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around.